Hey guys, welcome to a special episode of Pro Try News. I'm joined by Cody Beals and Sarah True. Thanks for joining, guys. I appreciate you guys coming on after your your wins at Eagle Man this last weekend. Thanks so much, Kyle. Big fan of the show. You guys have got some great hot takes. And I was saying this morning to you, I love how you will touch issues that other triathlon outlets would not go near with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Sarah, are you a fan of the show? Have you listened to any episodes or anything? I, I've never listened. I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> hey, that's good. We're well, finding another listener, so. You know, I I actually I'm I probably shouldn't admit I don't listen to triathlon podcasts so it's nothing it's nothing personal it's just I only have so much bandwidth that's right that's right <laughs> I, I respect that I don't listen to many podcasts either but these uh these guys have had some really good hot takes on issues that are very uh very hot button <laughs> a little like controversial it. sometimes oh well now that I know there's controversy I have to listen <laughs> that's good well, um, we'll start with Sarah. Sarah, can you kind of give us a race recap of how everything went for you at Eagleman? Yeah, so uh, this is my first race in a couple of years, um, and I really didn't know what to expect. Turned out okay. Uh, you know, I I really went into it just to kind of assess where the, the fitness is. Um, uh, let's see. My coach, Dan Lorang, uh, we haven't been on a structured training program for very long. It's been since April. Uh, so I, I, I'm actually quite happy with the result based on that. And, you know, the taking a win is good. It's always a nice way to come back. Um, but honestly, just happy to be back racing. Nice. And then you had someone with you pretty much on the bike the entire day. How was that? Yeah. Uh, so Sonia, I think yeah, that's yeah. her name. She, yeah, she, it was, it was pretty fun, um, to have somebody, you know, pushing me a little bit. Uh, you know, it's a long way. It gets a little boring out there. So having, having somebody just to kind of focus on, she didn't have her power meter. Uh, and I think that's probably good for her. Like afterwards talking to her, you know, she said that's, that's not normally the way she races and some athletes really need to dial in. Uh, hopefully it's, it's good for her moving forward. Cause you know, I, I thought she rode really strong and, uh, you know, I, I was on the rivet a couple times. So that's, that's always a nice place to be just being pushed and getting the most out of yourself. Yeah, that's good. Um, so you've been doing a lot of stuff with the Zip Zwift age group team. Mm-hmm. Kind of tell us about that and how that kind of came about. Yeah. So, um, I'm a long time Zwifter. I'm a level 50. So, you know, practice what you preach. Right. Um, and I was asked to do it a couple of years ago. It's super fun. You know, uh, for those who aren't familiar Zwift Tri Academy, um, it, it's hand selected group. They set them up kind of like pros, treat them really well, go to the wind tunnel. Uh, you know, they get shivs, they get all the best equipment. Uh, Tim Don and I are mentors, uh, and it's just, it's a blast. So we we were able to be there in St. George with everybody. And it, it's definitely a different experience to be on the other side uh, supporting people. But yeah, I I, I really love the the athletes they pick. They're, they're great athletes, but more importantly, they're good people. So it's fun. Yeah. It's, it's all the good stuff about our sport, I think, really comes out in this group. Awesome. And what's life been like 
returning to racing as a mom? Uh, well, geez. I mean, it's, it's more the training that's the, the challenge than the racing. Um, although, that being said, I did have to get back pretty quickly. Uh, it's, so we raced, what, like 6.45, and I was back in the car at noon driving, um, you know, 10 hours back home, which pre-baby I, I would not have been doing. Um, yeah. But, you know, wanted to be there for him when he woke up in the morning. Let's see. It's, I don't know, you just have a lot less time. Yeah. Uh, you realize how precious time is when you have a, a, another human being who's depending on you. So, you know, it's just perspective. It's just sport. Like, right. you know, it's good. It's yeah. fun. Awesome. Um, is there a world where you're back racing at the highest level like you were in 2017, 18, 19? Is that the goal? Uh, you know, I'm taking one race at a time. I am going to do Lake Placid. Uh, and I, you know, that's, I would love to have a great race there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I feel strong right now, but I also know that there, there, is a lot of improvement we can still do, um, considering I am so new to structure training uh, right now. But you know, I I, I also have different priorities. Um, you know, I'm like you said, I'm a mom, but I have yeah. other things going on, and I love triathlon. I love racing and training. I'd love to be back at the top, but it's just I don't know. I don't know. I there are too many world-class athletes who uh, can't quite get back there after having kids. So I don't want to set myself up for disappointment mm -hmm. um, and saying that absolutely, you know, it's, it's Kona podium or bust because it's just, I don't know. Yeah. That's good. Well, I appreciate you guys, you joining today. Um, is there anything that you want to ch chat about or tell people to follow you on your social media Ah, uh, chat about, I mean, we can talk about all sorts of things, but I guess this is just a are you and Ben? Are you and Ben still doing the coffee or is Ben doing the coffee oh. still? Uh, yeah. So he, he roasts on occasion whenever he kind of has time. So, you know, we're both pretty busy right now. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's called secret prologue. Like he'll just go up to, uh, my, my parents have a farm and he has, you know, a, a roaster up there. And he'll just roast some beans, throw them on the website. Uh, it's a secret pro. I don't know what the the website is, but yeah, check it out. Okay. <laughs> buy Deal. some beans. Deal. Everyone go to the website and buy some beans. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. So, thanks, Sarah. I won't keep you too long because I know yeah. you're busy. So I appreciate you coming on, chatting with us. My pleasure. All right. See ya. All right. Cody, you're up. Tell us about your race. How'd it go? Oh, man, it was just good to get a win. It was the end of a long dry spell for me. It's been almost three years since my uh, my win at Tremblant in 2019, August. And, I mean, this can't be all about wins. You obviously have to have a lot of uh, internal drive to do this. But just having a bit of uh, external validation that I'm back on the right track. Like, I knew I was grinding away all pandemic, but it just wasn't showing up in my racing. And had a pretty bad string of luck, as did we all. But I had to keep telling myself it was like a lesson in to just keep showing up, I guess. 
And uh, yeah, it was felt like it was a long time coming. Nice. Um, was there any workout in particular that you feel like set you apart between Ironman Texas and this race that you were like, this is, I'm going to go pretty hard. Oh yeah. I was seriously on the upswing after Ironman Texas. That was a pretty disappointing race. I was only five weeks after getting COVID at Ironman Texas. So I, I think I was hacking up the last of the crud for my lungs. So on one hand, it sucked to be fourth place for like the third time at an Ironman in a couple of years, but um, it was still just inspiring because I'm like, oh man, I, if I can race this well off what I know is kind of B or C level fitness, I think this bodes well for the rest of the season. And week after week coming back from that, I felt stronger and stronger. And then race week did a 30K run day, which was kind of unprecedented for me with uh, with Jackson Laundry, and just felt really good. So I carried more training load than ever into the race. And I think I've got a new tapering protocol now. Man. So who's coaching you right now? I'm self-coaching. So I work yeah. with David Tilbury Davis. Okay. Uh, really storied coach, lots of fantastic uh, results on his resume with his athletes for the first five years of my career. And uh, since then, I've been doing the self-coaching thing. And I was just about ready to pull the plug on that because it felt like two years of, of subpar results. And uh, I'm going to give myself till the end of the year and I reevaluate, figure out what I need. Yeah. So how much confidence did this um, win give you this weekend? I mean, a fair bit, but I know you guys like to call it cherry picks. It was definitely the cherry pick of a heavy weekend of racing. I think, uh, to be fair, the women's field at Eagle Man was at least double the strength of the men's field. But still, uh, a win's a win. And um, I had my best run ever, uh, 111.24, and it was also a negative split for the first time ever for me to run. So, um, yeah, I'm finding a level of fitness that I haven't had the last couple of years, uh, especially like I'm running healthy again. So I was injury-free pretty much my entire career, and then, age 29, like bang, just started getting these Achilles calf complex issues on both legs. And I think I finally dialed in on the right uh, training regime to avoid that now. So it's just a relief all around. Yeah, that's good. So you and Justin Metzler essentially did almost the whole race together. Andy Potts was there on the swim of the bike. At what point did you make a conscious decision to keep surging on the run? I gotta give props to Andy first. Like he's how how old now? Maybe 45, 44, and he is absolutely still crushing it. Like he was so impressive on the bike. He was the guy driving the pace for most of the ride. And then Justin and I pulled away a little on the run. And I've never had a battle quite like that during my tri career. We ran together for eight miles and trading surges. It was really unclear who was gonna take it. And um, yeah, I was able to pull away a little bit with a, a series of like three surges after eight miles. But uh very close tight racing and that's just the new norm now like previously i've won this race four times now the last three times i won it it was a huge gap like five to ten minutes kind of thing this came down to uh just over a minute so the level of the caliber the depth of competition now coming out of the pandemic it's just on another planet everyone is so hungry so motivated everyone's so meticulous with their training now um i love to see it but at the same time these wins are getting fewer and further between yeah so what's next for you for the season? So I'm going to race 70.3 Mont Tremblant. Um, I guess we're about a week and a half out from that now. And uh, it's going to be like the de facto Canadian champs. We've got Lionel, Jackson Laundry, a couple other of my training partners there. Uh, Brent McMahon, I think, is towing the line. So Field of Canadians plus Eric Lagerstrom, who's just off his Alcatraz win. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be a pretty interesting battle. I was just talking tactics and strategy with Jackson but we're all holding our cards pretty close to our chest. It's a weird dynamic being training partners and also, uh, you know, racing periodically. Then after that, I'll be joining Sarah at Ironman Lake Placid. Nice. So trying to get that Kona slot. Yeah. You know, I'm not chasing the Kona slot that hard. It, it'll mm -hmm. be a byproduct of other goals if it happens, 
yeah. it was a tough call. I just declined my PTO Edmonton slot, which is the same day. Um, really tough decision. I love how they're splashing out so much money. I love what the PTO is doing. But ultimately, my big lesson coming out of the pandemic was, you know, I got to do what turns me on in the sport. And I'm more excited about racing Ironmans right now than the 100K distance. So mm -hmm. I'll be all about the 200K PTO race if and when that comes together. Nice. Well, sounds good. Uh, tell us where we can follow you and follow your journey. Oh, man, I've been pretty half-assed on social media lately, but Instagram, Cody.Beals is probably the best place these days. I've got an abandoned YouTube channel that might pick back up again if I can uh, keep the cash flow coming in from these races. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, nice. Well, thanks for joining us today. I appreciate it. Thanks, Kyle. Keep it up.